Oh yeah, what's up everybody? You've got the best podcast in the 815. This is Beyond the Cube. I am Bob. It is Saturday night. Hanging out with me tonight is Vince. Vince, what are you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, I am currently live from the bedroom as I got kicked out from the living room today. So, not really kicked out, but um, some shows were missed this week. So, tonight is the catch-up night, and I don't really watch TV except for uh, Game <laughs> of Thrones coming up here tomorrow, Dude. which when this is live, it'll be either today or yesterday. Yep. So, um, crazy. I know, Dude, right? I, I I am so game. I'm, I'm so ready for Game of Thrones. Dude, I, I am so, like I said, just beyond ready. So um, I was shooting you messages earlier today because I was trying to decide what type of shirt I wanted to wear for tomorrow. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Wu-Tang Clan. And mm-hmm. um, I came across one that as soon as I seen it, I was like, dude, that is it right there. Like, I was like, I'd, I've got to, this is what I'm going to do. So, um, I, I haven't posted it on anything, I don't think, on any social media yet. Um, actually, I think, I, I like, when I actually had the artwork done, I may have actually snapped it, actually. Um, my snap handle is totally ridiculous. Um, I think it's Mexican <laughs> underscore Bobby, I think, is what my handle is. I believe, I don't know, it's it's embarrassing. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, so snapped it on there and um, did quite a few shirts today. So, um, yeah, I went ahead and, and, and got it ready. Um, pretty much, you know, did the thing really. Um, and mm-hmm. there was some, quite a bit of detail in it. So took a little bit longer than just, you know, lettering a T-shirt or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I was really, really particular about this. And it took my time doing it. And. I'm super happy with the results. Uh, can't wait to wear it tomorrow, and probably a time or two next week would be my guess. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's going to be like my like my weekly Game of Thrones shirt, um, dude. I, I I don't know, man. I, I like I said, I I can't believe how jazzed I am right now about about Game of Thrones in the in the finale, dude. Seriously, no, that uh, dude, that that shirt was amazing. Like actually, uh, all the ideas that you were throwing are like my way. <laughs> like all of them looked awesome and i'm like yep i'm in on that i'm in on that too it's like okay that one is so uh and i know i kind of feel like as the season goes along too like when we do watch that first episode i'm sure that i'm sure that you're gonna have a couple of ideas for shirts you know so yep. i yep. mean so it's i think it's gonna be just a constant thing which i mean is awesome you know it's gonna be really right. fun so, oh, for sure. um, yeah, but, uh, otherwise we did start the, uh, Game of Thrones. Um, well, right now I think it's only you and me in the league, you know, but even so that that's still going to be fun where oh, they sure. do have like a fantasy draft where you basically draft who your king or queen is. You draft knights, you draft like, um, what was it? Esquires, I think. Yep. And then based on, oh, and then you pick some numbers and then you pick like who's going to be the queen, like who's going to have the most kills during the show. Yep. So uh, it it actually looked really fun and I'm kind of excited about that. Like I, yeah, dude, I, I am super excited about this. So like, 
So Friday, so we had kind of a crazy week at work. I know I personally did. Um, mm, actually, yep. it was. I don't know if it was so much the week. I mean, it kind of was, but really, it was just like Thursday, Friday. Um, volume got kind of crazy and nuts. But anyways, um, uh, so we decided that it was going to be a Friday where you know, you know, people in the, the department we we were discussing and we decided to go out and have a couple drinks. So um, it seems like there's a little spot. Um, downtown in Sterling in the 815 Rusty Fox. Um, we've been heading out over there um, Fridays right after work at 5 o'clock. So that's that's kind of at the spot. Um, it's a super cool little place, man. Um, mm-hmm. Got to be honest, I hadn't been there really previously before, honestly, until um, I think it was our buddy Zach, old Zach Arbogast. Um, he kind of had brought it up. And um, so... Yeah, that's that's kind of almost been like the place we've gone to on Fridays, which is like I said, it's 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 really cool. I bump into a lot of, of um, old friends there and stuff. Um, there's a guy that I know that that hangs out there. It seems like every Friday I, I run into him. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, this this past Friday we we kind of just talked, and actually we talked Game of Thrones, <laughs> and he was asking, <laughs> you know, what what am I doing for for uh, uh, the premiere? And so um, so yeah, so me and Leah are going to go to a party. Um, we're going, you know, we got a friends uh, that we're going to watch and stuff. And um, originally, I it was going to be a costume party. I, I'm kind of glad that we sort of got talked out of it, honestly. <laughs> um, I know Leah was talking about wanting to go as Daenerys and get some braids in her hair. And I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I, I, I don't know if, you know, I would have been Jon Snow just because of, you know, he's kind of, he's, that's sort of my guy. Or if I would go the call Drago route, honestly. Um, you know, I don't really know, but um, but yeah, man. That's, so um, that's the one I was pushing for, man. Was the <laughs> Khal Drogo? I'd be like, I, I that right there is the perfect pair too, man. You know, Daenerys honestly, and Khal Drogo. Honestly, like, yeah, yeah. If you dress up in season one gear, it's like you guys are good to go. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's a so it's kind of funny that you talk about that because one of my uh, another, I have another friend who. Uh, him, his wife, and their friend are all going to the Star Wars celebration tomorrow, which is on Sunday the uh, let's see here, Sunday the 14th. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked him, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, are you dressing up for this? And uh, he said he wasn't because he couldn't convince his wife to dress up. But the one friend that they are going with is going to be dressed up in like a, I guess like a, like an Imperial, like commander, like suit. And it's like, yeah, it looks pretty legit. Like has like all the, like, was it the lapel pins that you need and everything and all the nice, like it, it he's like, yeah, it's decked out. So I was like, wow, I was like, that's going to be pretty cool, man. So nice. I told him, I was like, I was like, if I was like, even if your wife didn't want to, it's like, you shouldn't let that dictate if you do or not, you know? I was True. like, just go. Why not? It's like you're. It's kind of funny because it's like you're not going to be the oddball who's dressed up. It's like <laughs> she's going to look like the oddball who didn't dress up with the other two. Very so. true. <laughs> Good point. But, but um, yeah. no, it's it's kind of funny how uh, how that's all kind of like how the cosplaying and like the costumes and everything, you know, how it's becoming more of a regular thing, like in. I guess in society, you know, like more people are willing to kind of do that. And it's also kind of cool, like with my, uh, what was it, my short um, little run with uh, Project Runway there. 
And then uh, <laughs> seeing the uh, seeing the other shows like uh, I never used to watch Face Off, which that was a good one too. But then there was other uh, what was it? It's like a like cosplay fight or cosplay wars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was basically a like a it was basically Project One Project Runway, but for like costumes. So, and I think I told you about that one because they had a Game of Thrones one on that also. That's where true. you would, where they had to design like their own, like um, their own costume for their own, like a uh, character, and I don't know, that was that's some pretty fun stuff right there. So of course, the person who got eliminated first was the one who like took it in like a total different direction. It's like, oh, it's like oh, I'm a fan of fantasy. It's like, but Game of Thrones doesn't have elves, so it's like, let's make an elf character. It's like, um, yeah, that's not the best idea, I don't think. <laughs> right. So. Right. Very true. No, yeah. Um, dude, I, I just want to go back to, to the whole, like, the Game of Thrones fantasy app thing. Um, so, um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, dude, I think it was funny that um, I screenshotted something when I after I registered because you had found it first and told me about it and... It was funny. You went ahead and, and, and set up and everything, and without really looking for your stuff um, and, and where, where your league was at, because I had no idea, um, you know, pretty much you have to force and go through, uh, through Facebook in order to get this set up. But, um, but yeah, you can get a certain code, and then you can share it with your friends, and then basically you can join different leagues or whatever. Dude, it's so funny because, like, now, like, whenever there's any sort of, like, fantasy leagues or any sort of whatever – we're starting to use the same kind of login or like the sign-in username um, <laughs> things, which is really cool, dude. I'm totally all bored with that, dude. It's it's pretty awesome. So so just so you guys know out there, so if you happen to see BTC in either Vince or Bobo, you pretty much know who it is. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So uh, man, you guys, if you guys are Game of Thrones fans, if you've listened to you know the past couple of podcasts, we've sort of been touching upon. Uh, the finale in, in this upcoming season. Um, man, check it out, dude, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. I have posted it on Discord. I've actually posted it on Facebook as well, too. Um, if you join, give us a shout. Um, Vince will probably send you the code to do it because I had no idea how to, and he sent it to me. Um, yep. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, definitely, I, I, I think it'd be cool. It just It would be fun to kind of do this throughout the season. Um, even if you're not even like a big Game of Thrones like fan, this this could be even just this is almost sort of like the like the college basketball bracket thing essentially mm, in a way. Yeah. You kind of sort of don't really have to know what's going on. You've you've probably heard of these names and stuff, and when you see these faces, like just the whole interface of the app is just really cool. Even too, I dig it. Like it's like got like that eight bit sort of kind of vibe to it and stuff, mm-hmm. and just the guess of like you know how long is it going to take before somebody dies in the in the series and total amount of butts do you see you know stuff yep. like that i mean it's 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 fun man so uh so yeah that's go a pretty check good tiebreaker too <laughs> <laughs> it's a it is a very good tiebreaker honestly the it's different like how many chickens are going to be consumed how many yep. glasses of wine it's like... yep. it is it is <laughs> so yeah so i think it's it's actually um thrones fantasy i think is what it is so um you know it's available at the windows or the um google play and and, and apple store so um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I posted the links up there. You've got no reason to not download it. So there, go do it. <laughs> yep. And I'll go ahead and throw the uh, the lead code up there too, like on Discord, and then I'll respond on the Facebook page too, just Very to kind cool. of get it out there. Um, 
but yeah, uh, I I don't know. I I saw it and I was like, wow, I was like this is really fun. It's like this is super late in the game, but whatever. Yep. I was like, I'll just do it. Dude, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but as soon as you set it up and, and seen it, I didn't really have to look at it too much. Like, I was like, ah, I'm already sold. <laughs> if you're signing up for this, I'm definitely going to do it. So, um, yeah, it just, I, I like I said, man, uh, if you get a chance, check it out, download it. It'll be a fun time. I, I'm, I know it's going to be so. Um, so, yeah, man. So, um, like I said, dude, for me personally, Game of Thrones is, is just uh, is kind of been on my radar. Um it's it just work and Game of Thrones, honestly, has sort of been the thing for me. Um, hmm. Today, um, like I said, I, I, I did some shirts. It's, it's kind of, it's been nice to, um, just feels like Saturday is the day for, for you know, shirts and stuff. Um, I kind of sit out in the garage, sort of do my thing out there, whatever. That's where I got all my equipment and stuff set up at and, and everything. Um, and um, today was listening to the Cubs game. Uh, was a pretty interesting game today. Um, speaking of the Cubs, actually, um, I had sat in on the Ivy Boys, the latest Ivy Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check that out at theivyboys.com. It's also available Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, so uh, it was it was um, a little bit of a bittersweet um, episode because, uh, you know, the first thing we did was address um, the departure of Briz. Um, and, um, you know, not to get too in-depth um, here with it, but, um, you know, we, you know, me and Vince really, the way how we got pulled on the Ivy Boys was through Briz. So, um, so when the news broke, you know, I kind of I I kind of took it a little bit hard because, you know, ultimately, if, you know, really, when it comes down to it, man, for me, like, I wouldn't be doing this right now for sure if it wasn't for Briz, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um she um and and it all just it, it just sort of just grew on me really um we i got asked to do the website and stuff and and then i kind of sort of chipped in with some just like different marketing ideas and then i sort of just eventually kind of took things over a little bit while they were just pretty much doing the recording and everything and and the whole process was awesome man it was great you know you had a bunch of different people contributing in different ways and um it was all really great and good and um yeah, like I said, I mean, it just it, it stinks that that it's not the Chipper and Bruce show. Um, you know, the show does still go on. Um, you know, I feel like I I have a duty to the Ivy Boys to to continue and and, and see them through and stuff. And uh, um, you know, I I still feel you know between between Briz and Chipper though, honestly, I mean, like you know, if if Briz needed something, I would definitely jump in without a shadow of a doubt and, and, mm-hmm. and whatever would be needed. You know, at a call, I mean, she's. You know, she's definitely our people for sure. So, um, uh, so yeah, no, um, it was, you know, it was, it was a really, it was a fun time, honestly. Um, the, the previous times on the Ivy boys, you know, I was never used to being, you know, I never was, was used to recording. So I was always super nervous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was beyond nervous. Like I don't, I don't even know why, honestly, it was so stupid, but, um, um, <laughs> yeah, they would be recording and I'd try to be like super quiet while like, they're recording and I'm trying to like type and look up different facts and stuff. And, and I don't know, man, just, you know, doing a Cubs podcast with Chipper is intimidating still, honestly, because he's so thorough. He knows the team so well, he can, you know, turn around and, and spout, you know, different uh, statistics and, and just managerial moves and stuff. And I'm just like, 
yeah, he threw the ball really good, and and I just don't like him. He just frustrates me. Like I don't know why he just needs to play better. <laughs> like or yeah. like you know you know I feel like Schwarber needs to be playing more. I don't know why Madden doesn't play him. He shouldn't be platoon. He should just let him play. <laughs> like so, I just I you know like I said, I mean like you know Chipper is such a I feel like he's such an expert in in that field and stuff that like you know. I was just there for color commentary or just for comedic relief, I guess, because I feel like I didn't really <laughs> contribute very much. <laughs> but um, but it, it was nice to kind of um, talk about Brislow, too. And, um, um, you know, it was a point that that um, that I said too. you know, Brit, you know how I said that if, you know, I definitely wouldn't be doing this right now if it wasn't for her. So, um, uh, you know, I was actually able to kind of do that on the Ivy Voice as well, too, and just remember her importance to that particular, to that fan base and where they are right now. I mean, the, you know, between those two, um, you know, both of them played a huge part in, in exactly where they're at. So, um, so anyways, um, just I want to, I want to wish Briz continued success on whatever shit is that she's going to do. Um, I believe she actually may have started a little project, uh, Vince. I don't know if you've seen it or mm-hmm. not. Um, she, um, she, you know, she is still continuing to write and that, that is right up your alley, sir. And, um, um, sure. I've seen that she, um, it looks like she may have started a little blog, which is, I'm, I'm excited for that. And, um, so Briz, you know, once again, if you're listening, um, I know you're listening, um, you know, if you need <laughs> anything, you know, whatever you already know, you know how to get a hold of us. Um, you know, and like I said, I know whatever you're going to do is going to be successful. So, um, you know, congratulations. I know. Um, like I said, uh, it, it's going to be great. Whatever you do, um, can't wait to see what it is. And, and uh, I know you got that one blog out. I will haven't read it yet. I will get to it as soon as I possibly can and check that out. So yes, good luck. <laughs> True. And uh, on the writing note too, like that's so that's what I've mainly been up to uh, has been writing. Just continuing on with the short story and continuing on with the novel. And now um, they, like, it was kind of funny because I found out that I can't actually, uh, like, write without this program uh, that I had signed up for before, which was the For the Words. And I know I've talked about, like, wanting to review it, and I'm sure I'm going to be able to do that sometime here soon. But, um, like, I've, it was kind of funny because, uh, like, my subscription for that ran out, which it's only, like, $4 a month, which is kind of cool. Well, then the subscription ran out and I was like sat down to kind of try and write. And I'm like, um, I'm like, I can't, I was like, I just can't do it. Like, it's weird. Like, I like having that like kind of goal of like, you know, 50 words in five minutes or like having that goal of like, you know, 200 words in like a half hour, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know? And mm-hmm. it was weird because like trying to write without that kind of like time limit put on me and everything it felt impossible. But then as soon as I resubscribed and like started up again, it's like in no time I was up to like 400 words in that night again. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I guess I got to use this. So, uh, there's that, which is really fun. And then, um, also getting back into the nerd world here, uh, starting to play (laughs) magic again. Um, and I've been reaching out with, uh, really to, uh, Zach too who I know that he used to play. And it's kind of funny because he's also getting back into it as I'm getting back into it. Oh, that's cool. So, I know. Right. And I've already sat there and was like thinking about tournaments again. And I was like, 
I was like, oh, I was like, there's one coming up in like Freeport, which is about like what 45 minutes away. I'm like, oh, I was like, I could totally do that until I realized it was the midnight pre-release that they're doing. So the tournament starts at midnight and then it goes oh, until okay. like 3 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I am not making that drive at that time. There is no way. So I'll probably end up looking for something that's probably closer or that uh, might, I don't know, that uh, has a more reasonable time on it, which I know that we have a, a card shop that's like 15 minutes away up, up in Dixon. And then um, also in DeKalb, which is 45 minutes away, it's like, but it has like more traffic. Like, I'm sure that they're going to have some more things too. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's going to be fun uh, going and doing that again. Um, I found uh, part of my old collection. I still have some other cards that I have to find and I don't know exactly where they are. But um, no, so kind of getting back into that. Uh, yeah, the writing and then, yeah, Game of Thrones is the only show that I got going on right now. Um, kind of already can't wait for the next eight weeks to be over. Just so <laughs> I know who's sitting on the Iron Throne. And, you know, and then I can go back to not watching shows until, like, uh, The Walking Dead comes back out. Which, even that one, I know uh, my wife and I are both on the fence with that. Like, whether we're going to keep watching it or not. Really? Yeah, it... I, after, what is it? Like, I want to say this is like the eighth or ninth season that just ended. And it's kind of to the point where it's like, okay, it's like we've kind of seen this story play out before. And knowing where the comics are, like, I at least know where the comics are, too, because I've kind of, again, like, that's something where it's like I didn't read, like, the comics, like, you know, every single issue. But I did read kind of like spoilers, you know, like it would come out and I would kind of be like, well, let me catch up on the story. Uh, And kind of knowing where the story is in the comics and where it is in the TV series right now. I'm kind of like, well, I was like, I don't know if this is really what I don't know. I'm not really too interested, which um, and I know my wife has kind of like dropped off, too. So. I know it's it's kind of sad, but I mean that frees me up for writing. That frees me up for gaming. There so, you go. There I you know, go. right? Um, also, looking into like the tabletop role playing games again too. I know uh, me and another content creator had been talking about doing like a, a like a tabletop role playing game, like basically getting together like once a month. And recording for like, you know, like three, four hours, something like that. Of, sure. You know, like of a group playing and then kind of like taking that and splitting it into like an every other week kind of uh, like podcast where we basically just kind of like run through part of an adventure, like hit a stopping point, And then I'll just put up the second part of that recording, which it's like, you know, redo an intro and then pop right back into it and kind of see how that goes. So. I don't know. That's another idea. Um, just full of ideas, that's for sure. So <laughs> just have to kind of organize everything, see what I do have time for, and you know what's the most important, what's the most important at the time, and kind of go from there. So, so. I, I we we didn't really talk about this in the pre-show and stuff, but I was kind of thinking about it. 
Dude, it's kind of been a minute since you've really discussed like the tarot card reading and stuff. So are yeah. you still are you still reading cards? Are you like what kind of readings have you had recently, dude? Anything you want to uh, share? Um I mean just the usual stuff for me. Like the my playing cards will still give me like very like grim readings. And again, it's like I don't know who it's for, if it is for me, because when I kind of do it, I kind of am like, oh, it's like, just give me insight into, you know, like the near future. And and it's like, it might warn me of people, it might not, you know. But um, but really, it's like everything, though, both with the playing cards as well as the uh, Oracle deck do have, I would say, good like, they do have, like, good readings, you know? Um, all of them do kind of say, like, kind of keep with it, uh, and success is going to kind of come, you know? So, no, it's been pretty good. Um, I'm still having fun with it. Uh, I'm still looking at uh, other uh, tarot decks, too, because, you know, I don't know the playing cards 100% yet, and I don't know the Oracle one 100% yet, so why not throw a third deck in there? <laughs> where I would need of course. to like learn like you know there like you go. three separate meanings of you know you know what would that be like kind of like a hundred and man that'd be like 175 cards that I have to like learn basically instead of just learning Jeez. 52 or learning 60 something <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what we're all about here though it's just that's pushing right. ourselves to the limit it's like another but oh what's kind of cool too is um I kind of uh, know a place that they will have people come in every once in a while to do like tarot card readings. And it's typically the same person. Well, they haven't been to that shop in a while. And one of the people who works there has talked to me and it's like, oh, yeah, it's like we have demand for this all the time. And it's one of those things where it's like if I got kind of good enough with the readings like, that might even be something where I could do, like, on a Saturday or something, you know? Just go to the mm-hmm. shop for, like, I don't know, like, four, five, six hours. And then just do readings and like, what, 45 minutes? And I don't know how. I don't even know what you would charge for that, you know? Like, I just do sure. it for fun right now. So, I do it for fun and entertainment. And uh, I guess for insights into the future, um, I'm still kind of a uh, skeptical believer in this kind of stuff. But with the way that the readings have gone, uh, as you can kind of see, it's like, like I'm skeptical when I'm like, okay, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, I was like, yeah, I can totally see how, you know, this reading from like last week has kind of like tied exactly into the current events that I'm having right now. So, I mean, that that kind of stuff still freaks me out a little, too. Uh, yeah. But I guess I'm getting closer to accepting it. So, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I know. I think my, uh, yeah, I was going to, I was probably going to do another one tonight. Like, I've kind of been, like, testing, like, doing them in the night or in the morning, too. And, uh, yeah. So, we'll just see how see how tonight's goes and when i win millions of dollars because the tarot cards tell me uh you know i'll still remember you all i'll be a <laughs> uh, i'll hire uh stunt vince to do a recording 
with a <laughs> deeper voice and a more. No, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> just, you'll pay voiceover Vince money to go ahead and, and, and record the podcast. Is that we're saying? We're just, we're going to pay for the talent. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I'll just I'll just straight type everything. It's like it's like don't you don't have to think. All you have to do is talk, and I will just type what <laughs> I want you to say, and then you just read from it like a script. So Man. there you go. <laughs> so I know, right? Coming to coming to you live on the twenty fifth episode. So it's your <laughs> <not> just <laughs> there it is. We're putting it down. Episode twenty five. Vince is paying it's for like, it why, all. It's like why did your voice change? It's like I don't know what you're talking about. I have always talked like this. <laughs> speaking uh speaking of paying it all, um I need to go ahead and uh once again thank you, Donut Water, uh, for mm-hmm. um sponsoring the podcast. You know, we, we definitely appreciate uh the sponsorship for sure. Um I hear that donutwater.com may be a thing. Um I don't know, check it out, possibly. I don't I don't know. Um they just they just tell me to read this stuff. So basically uh I'm supposed to go ahead and tell you guys that donut water is the water for breakfast. Uh, now available in chocolate, jelly filled, and sprinkles. So, uh, once again, talking about that cash money. Thank you, Donut Water and uh, DonutWater.com. So, um, so yeah, dude. So next segment, bro. So it's it's kind of been a minute since uh, we did this. This was one of the mm-hmm. original things that we did, and, and it was it was one of the things that we like to do, honestly. Um, and uh, it's just we, we've been so busy with guests and stuff that we really haven't gone back to this in a while. So um, so we were kind of discussing. And since we don't have a guest on um, tonight, uh, we're going to go ahead and bring you totally true stories. Um, these uh, stories that we're about to tell you guys are true things. Um, these are for real things. They definitely are true because we found them on Facebook. So that's how we know they're true. And they're online t- as well. So um yeah, these stories are definitely true. Um, so um, I'm going to go ahead and go first here. Um, uh, let me tell you guys, um, Vince shot me this over a couple days ago, and I th- when when I read <laughs> when I read the title of it, you're just like, oh man, this 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 is top of the <laughs> list, like you know, primo content. Like, and the first thing that I said was, is that like, well, I, at first I. When I seen the URL where it came from, I was like, "Dude, this is local!" Like, are you kidding me? Because it came from the local <laughs> news affiliate. So I was, I was super excited. So um, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So, uh, Eclair, Wisconsin, a mother and her son are in custody after causing a ruckus at Walmart Wednesday night. Police said their dog chirped in as well too. The um, Eclair Police uh, Department identified 46-year-old Lisa Smith and her 25-year-old son Benny Van with two N's as a suspect. Investigators said the dog's name is Bo. Um, responding officers said they found Smith yelling in the doorway trying to summon Bo. Smith allegedly brought Bo into the store without a leash, so he easily ditched his owner and started running up to unsuspecting customers. While Bo <laughs> was doing that, Smith began tearing, the, tearing apart the store displays and placing them in her shopping cart, uh, police said. Walmart staff asked her to leave, and she complied. Police said she left the store to perform karate moves in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Bo, on the other hand, had not been brought to heel. By the time anyone found him, he was on his way out of the store with a box of Jiffy Jiffy cornbread muffin mix in his mouth. Police arrested Smith, but it wasn't without a fight. 
she allegedly kicked out a patrol car window when they finally got her in custody. Meanwhile, police said Van was running amok inside the store. He allegedly took all of his clothes off in the rear of Walmart <laughs> and exposed himself for everyone around him. Fortunately for them, he tried to cover himself by putting on clothes Walmart had on the racks. Even so, police said he didn't try to purchase them, so that too was also a crime. Officers approached and commanded him to end the madness, but he refused. Authorities said Van even used a scooter in an attempt to run over an officer. But law enforcement physically stopped the scooter and took him into custody. Van faces charges for lewd and uh, vicious behavior, disorderly contact, uh, conduct, and retail theft. Smith is charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bail jumping. Bo, however, was not charged. Police issued him a warning for the theft. Um, dude, wow. <laughs> there so, is... <laughs> like the I don't know like I don't know what it is with Walmart scooters but they are being featured in some of the most amazing stories that yeah. we have and like honestly it is not that fast or like fast enough where you'd be able to run over anyone with it like <laughs> I almost picture like the Austin Powers like uh, like scene <laughs> with like was it the steamroller I think it was and they're just like, stop, but it's like for a good like two minutes. It's like, <laughs> duck out the way, you know? <laughs> Man, I, I think about this and I'm just like, okay, I could see, uh, you know, Mama Lisa, you know, in the car with her son. And not only <laughs> do they got the son, but they also got Bo, the dog. And Bo is the wild card. And she's sitting there and she's telling them, she's like, okay, guys, this is the plan. We are going to the Walmart, and we are going to put on a show. Uh, not, you know, the show that we're going to put on is going to be so great. They're going to talk about this all over, and um, each one of us have a different part that we're going to play. You know, <laughs> the the fact that they included Bo in this, and Bo is just in Walmart running amok. Um, you know, you got uh, the son getting naked. You know. Yeah. Uh, using a scooter to try to run over a police officer, like you said, like with the two-minute steamroll. Um, and and to top it off, you have Mama Lisa in the parking lot performing karate moves, dude. I mean, I, like, I, I, I just, I, I think of each each particular part of this, and like, each one is epic in their own that when they, com- when they, when they combine their forces, dude, like, you know, you get you get you get just this amazing display of awesomeness at your local super Walmart, obviously in Wisconsin. So um, we're missing the party, dude. Honestly, dude. I'm, you know, you know. So so Bo, he's he's a well trained pooch for sure. He's that that that's one smart cookie right there. But also, I feel like you do not mess with Lisa, you, you know, at all. I mean, number one, she's getting she's so wild. She's performing karate moves. But did you also catch that in the story she um, kicked out the window? So, dude, the the, the karate moves are legit. Honestly, <laughs> I know, right? That's that's even like uh, that's one of the important part of this one too. Is like, wow, it's like that's pretty impressive. Like the karate move, yeah. yeah. <laughs> black belt, black belt for sure, dude. I'm telling you, the, performing the karate moves in front of the whole entire crowd in Walmart, like you want some of this. You seriously want some of this? And then she gets into the to the to the squad car, kicks out the window, dude. Yeah, telling me that anybody's messing with Lisa, she's going down to county, and and nobody is gonna mess with her at all whatsoever. 
<laughs> she's yeah. she, she she is immediately running things at at county jail for sure. <laughs> we so uh, to kind of piggyback on that one here, um, Walmart is not the only issue with uh, or is not the only one that has issues with shoplifters. Uh, <laughs> from here we have a uh, Florida man. Oh, and this also ties into the Florida man searches. So we go ahead it. and look for that on. Uh, what was it? Uh, Florida man. Was that April 9th? Yeah. Don't worry. Happy birthday. First <laughs> off. Second off. Here's <laughs> a Florida man buys 8 million Island one week, steals $300 from Kmart the next. <laughs> and in this one here, a Florida man who spent $8 million purchasing an Island earlier this month is now being accused of stealing $300 of goods from a Kmart a week later. Uh, officers for the Key West Police Department arrested a 59-year-old on Saturday on a felony charge of grand theft of $300 to under $5,000. Authorities said that between March 3rd and April 5th, he stole $300.59 worth of goods from a local Kmart, including a Keurig coffee maker, a Hamilton Beach coffee maker, eight light bulbs, and a bed skirt, according to the <laughs> Miami Herald. Uh, police said that he bought the items, then allegedly returned the original boxes with other things packed inside. For instance, <laughs> one box that was supposed to hold a $165 cured coffee maker had a basketball inside, while a used coffee maker replaced the new Hamilton Beach model in another box, according to the smoking gun. Uh, he denied stealing the items, according to the police report. Um, it says that I asked him about the cured coffee machine being replaced by a basketball, and he stated that the clerk should have realized there was no coffee machine by the weight <laughs> of the box. The arresting officer wrote in the report. Uh, I asked him about the light bulbs, and he stated that he returned the light bulbs because he paid too much money for them and did not know <laughs> how they were switched. Uh, he has denied the allegations to the ma- uh, yeah. He has denied the allegations, according to the Miami Herald, and blamed the incident on a commercial dispute. Mm. He added, mm-hmm. it's very complicated, and I'd rather not get into it. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I, yeah, so this is, um, I can't even know. And also, uh, this is also the one who owns the Real World Resort compound used for the 17th season of the MTV series. Crazy, crazy, this... crazy, crazy. <clears throat> Dude, so... um. Okay, so I have a couple of really strong takes about this, and I, I pretty much owe it to my wife, honestly. So she was watching this documentary of this of this um, guy named Robert Durst, and um, so you know the Durst family is like one of the richest family in New York. Um, they're pretty much real estate mo- moguls, you know, moguls pretty much, and um, so you know this was one of the cases where. You know, the family is so rich and, um, you know, the son didn't really know what to kind of do. I mean, I mean, you ultimately don't really have to do anything with when you're that stinking rich. But, um, you know, he um, he became just like super sadistic and, you know, murdered people and was able to get away, get away with stuff. But the way how he got caught, though. Like he was kind of you know, you know, fleeing from different states and stuff. Um, he got caught like 
you know, shoplifting like a turkey sandwich, I think, from Walmart, basically. And this mm. is a guy who had like $500 or something like that in his pocket. Or, I, you know, I, I don't recall exactly how the, the, the real true story goes, but, you know, it, it kind of comes down to something like that. And like, dude, so first of all, it's just crazy. You know, th- this guy bought an island for $8 million. And then, you know, right after that, he's, he's shoplifting from Kmart. And but but honestly though okay so so yeah so you you have that craziness and, and all that wildness and stuff but like honestly like I, I <laughs> like I hear him talking about like yeah you know well they they should have checked the, the, the Keurig box to make sure that number one it was in there if I'm returning it like <laughs> like uh, I mean I, I'm not just like I, I feel like that's something that I would say though too honestly <laughs> like like I mean like come on man like you know you seriously like didn't even check it like you know seriously like I, anyways i i personally thought that was hilarious and, and the fact that he was returning the um the the light bulbs because he paid for too much from <laughs> you you literally just bought an island for 8 million dollars like i feel like you probably are you know if, you know if you feel <laughs> i don't know you felt like you paid too much for light bulbs at kmart like you know you you went shopping for kmart i feel like you went shopping for deals, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, dude, that that's that is just some straight up weirdness. I mean, like, like wow, yo, Whew. I know, right? And I mean, like, if I don't know the like when I had read this story, and I was like, I was like, oh, he just stole three hundred dollars worth of goods, you know, no problem. <laughs> like, and then reading that it's like he bought this and then tried to return other items. I'm like, okay, I was like, that right there is, I don't, I I couldn't even, like, why would he even try, you know? Like, it doesn't make sense. Everything is tracked now anyway, you know? So it's like returns and everything like that. It's like, man, I guess if you do have, you know, the, if you still have those compounds, you know, for like real world and stuff, uh, maybe keep the coffee makers fresh. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I would I would think you'd need a basketball in too, you know. Obviously. Like it's like because now you're it's like now you're taking away the entertainment for more caffeine. So <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> it's that is just another weird one. Like oh, uh, dude. Yeah, people. I can't. I really can't. <laughs> so talking about talking about weird ones, dude. Do I have one for you? Um, <clears throat> two Arkansas men have been arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault after police say they shot each other while taking turns wearing bulletproof vests. The Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette reports that 50-year-old Charles Ferris and 36-year-old Christopher Hicks were arrested Monday. A police <laughs> affidavit said uh, the two men are neighbors and were drinking on a deck Sunday when Ferris told Hicks to shoot him with a 22 caliber rifle while Ferris wore the vest. The affidavit also says the shot left a red mark on Ferris's chest and that he was angry because it hurt. The affidavit says Hicks then put on the vest and Ferris unloaded the clip into his back, causing bruises <laughs> but no serious injuries. Court records don't list an attorney who could speak on behalf of either man. Um, so, <laughs> dude, yeah. Uh, th- th- this is hilarious. I... Um, First of all, I, I don't ever feel, dude, so as, as tight as we are, I, I don't know if, if we could be as tight as like, hey, 
I'm going to go ahead and wear this bulletproof vest. You just shoot me, you know? I, I don't feel like like we would go that far. I got I got rubber band guns at the desk. I'm totally cool if you wanted to shoot each other with rubber band guns. Um, I don't want you to unload a clip, um, you know, either to my back, to my front. You know, even if I'm wearing a bulletproof vest, please don't do that. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I just wonder, you know, how, uh, um, you know, th- they're drinking on the deck, you know, actually they're in Northwest Arkansas as well too, as well too. So I'm going to tell you exactly how this happened. Um, my wife Leah is actually, um, listening to the podcast and she is in the chat room while we're discussing, um, pretty much what these guys were doing. We're drinking moonshine for sure. They were sipping. They were sipping the moonshine, <laughs> and um, it it was it was a definite strong batch. And you know, hey, let's break up the guns and let's shoot each other. Sounds like a great idea. That's the <laughs> only way that works for sure, dude. Uh, is breaking out that moonshine. I see, and I feel like I feel like I would totally be like this, you know, where it's like I have a bulletproof vest and I have a gun. It's like let's do this. It's like I <laughs> wonder how it would feel, but. <laughs> no. The fact that it's like, if I was to tell you that, to like, okay, you're going to shoot me. I'm going to put this bulletproof vest on, you know? It's like, <laughs> we'll see how this is. Like, I don't feel like I could be mad at you, you know? <laughs> like, because he had gotten angry, like, when he had asked <laughs> to be shot. Like, it's like, dude, it's like, I don't know what world you're living in, but you can't have it both ways. That's for sure. It's like, unloaded the clip, you, dude. You either you either get shot and be okay with it, or just <laughs> don't be shot and don't get angry. You know, <laughs> it's like you can't. There's no medium. Like I don't know. Like maybe he started to regret it before. It's like I don't know. There's, you know how buyer's remorse is. You know, like I'm sure <laughs> some kind of remorse here, and. <laughs> And then to like be like, okay, now it's your turn. It's like, and if if the, your friend, like if you had seen that I was angry on this, there would be no way that you would agree, you know, because out of the way that these events kind of just stacked onto each other, because he's like, oh, it's like you shot me with, you know, it's like you shot me when I was wearing my bulletproof vest. It's like I'm gonna show you, and then unloads the clip in him, like <laughs> on the like really, like. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're getting revenge for something that you had said that he could do anyway. I don't know. Like, there's... <laughs> yeah, there's so many levels that, like, people haven't kind of, like, really thought about on this one here. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe the, the moral of the story is don't drink and try to shoot <laughs> each other. Drinking you might get and arrested. Guns. Yeah, yeah. Drinking and guns <laughs> don't mix. Don't do it. Um, but I guess if you do, bulletproof vests apparently appear to be pretty good. You know, they work. So, and don't be angry at the person that you told to shoot you. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were neighbors too. You know, I was like. I mean, how do you how do you go the next day seeing them? You know, it's like, hey, how's it going, jerk? Jeez. <laughs> You'd be like, Dude, okay. So the way how I also see it though too is, it's like, okay, so hey, so I'm over there and I and and I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, going outside to go get the mail. You go outside to go get your mail. I'm like, yeah, that's the guy that went ahead and unloaded the clip in my bag. 
considering that I only shot him one time. I didn't get a chance to unload a clip. That's not fun. That's not fair. See, now and now it starts where it's like, so the person who got shot multiple times, like, he's just going to watch his neighbor just take out the garbage, and then he's going to go after him, just bring his own garbage out, walk over to that garbage can, <laughs> kick it over, and then walk right back in the house. Oh, <laughs> dude. Right. Yeah. And then it, there's a whole chain of just neighbor revenge that it's... I hope that they cover in, uh, in next month's paper. So. This is probably this is probably how the Hatfields and the McCoys started in Arkansas. Honestly, you know, sitting around <laughs> oh. thinking, time and you know, somebody you know took it too far, and then the next thing you know, they can't let it go. And yep, there it is. I could I could hear the banjos playing already, just kind of just talking about that statement right there. <laughs> oh man, I yeah. <laughs> they're just they're basically now just gonna start shooting each other for fun. Basically, is all it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, oh, I picked up a new gun. You want to see how this one feels? <laughs> I promise I won't get angry at you this time. <laughs> I wonder if they oh. even like press charges against each other, or if this is something where it's like, okay, it's like you cannot fire. <laughs> it's like you cannot fire the, a gun in the, in the open like this. It's like we have to arrest you for it, or if it's like, uh, please arrest him. He shot me. It's like, well, he shot me. So you might as well arrest him too. <laughs> oh, dude! They come but, out. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, backstabbing friends, oh, um, I know, and also along the lines of Game of Thrones. Absolutely. Uh, the title of this one starts with "Don't like surprises." AI <laughs> predicts who survives Game of Thrones. So. If you don't want a spoiler, which I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's it's expected, but uh, yeah, here you go. Uh, saying if you are a Game of Fans thrown and appreciate the element of surprise, stop listening now. Students at the Technical University of Munich have developed an application to predict which character has the best chance to claim the coveted Iron Throne in the HBO hit medieval fantasy series about warring families. They have taught the application to scour the web for information about each of the characters, which is then processed by artificial intelligence algorithms to assess their survival chances. Uh, We scraped the results from different wiki pages and wiki-like pages about the books and TV show, and we took out data like gender and the age of the characters, said student uh, Christian DeLago. We put all this in, we put all this together to train the algorithm to tell us when this character is going to die. Uh, and it says that there is a good chance that this application will get it right. Because back in 2016, an algorithm created by the computer science students at the same university in the southern German city shortly before the start of Season 6 accurately predicted that Jon Snow would resurrect. Uh, and it says, if you are clearly uh, listening, or if you are still listening, clearly you are not a fan, uh, not a fan of plot twists and turns. Uh, so here you go. AI says that Daenerys Targaryen has the best chance of survival in the final season, which starts on Sunday. So it sounds like uh, this is predicting that Daenerys is going to have the Iron Throne uh, come, yeah, what eight weeks from now. So, I don't know, Bob. Does that change your prediction at all, or no? It honestly, 
I could see it. It totally seems realistic. Um, I would not be surprised. There's, I mean, but that's the thing though. Like with Game of Thrones right now, I, um, I, I feel like it could kind of sort of go, you know, any direction. Honestly, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and either way it went, it would kind of, you know, the story would pretty much validate it. I feel like, um, you know, Daenerys, you know. Seems like the logical choice, honestly. Um, she isn't my favorite, though, necessarily, that I feel like that I would want to be, you know, when it's all said and done, that that's not who I would want to be on the throne. Um, uh-huh. You know, I, I know that, um, I think that she's Leah's favorite to, to you know, to, to be the one, the rightful uh, ruler of Westeros. Um uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, so, so when we were discussing uh, the story, I was like, oh my gosh, dude, like, I don't, I don't want, I don't know. Like, you know, it starts off like, you know, spoilers and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that it's only necessarily talking about, um, you know, who, who, when it's all said and done, you know, Daenerys is going to be on the throne. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with discussing that and stuff. Um, but, um, you know, the more I think about it, I think I said that, um, you know, when it was all said and done, I was going for the underdog Barrys, I think, is mm-hmm. who I predicted on me and, and your and, and, and Leah's uh, Game of Thrones episode. Ah, oh, man, dude, I'm almost like, I feel like I, I would almost update it and say that I I could easily see Jamie Lannister, you know, being on oh, Iron man. when it's all said and done, too, honestly, you know, so, um, yeah. dude, it, it it literally could go, go any way, honestly, like, it, it's... And then it, you know, I could I could watch tomorrow's episode and do a, a vlog and like totally my opinion be entirely changed, you know, entirely. Yep. So um ah uh, dude, yeah. It's just I'm I'm so excited. Um I don't know, man. What what about you? What do you what do you think? I mean, this is I I feel like I don't know, I almost feel like Daenerys is the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like it's too obvious. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like I think it's too obvious, so it's going to be obvious and it's going to happen, right? Right. Where, but it's like again, it's like I'd love, I would love for winter to come to the whole kingdom and the night king <laughs> sitting on the iron throne. Oh my god! You know, like that's what I would love to see. But I mean. So some people root for the underdog, some people root for the villain. I am one of those people who roots for the villain all the time. <laughs> Dude. So, like, I mean, uh... tying, it, tying it back to The Walking Dead, I I was rooting for Shane. I was rooting for the governor. I was rooting for Negan. Um, this newest villain, I really haven't, don't feel ties to, which might be why I don't feel like I want to, like, continue watching it all. So, um, yeah. So I mean, the Night King. See, I wouldn't have been surprised if you would have said that Tyrion would be um, would be on the throne when it's when it's all said and done. Honestly, because I feel like that's your guy, man. Really, he's yeah. Uh, I mean, he. Oh man, but again, it's like so. I it's weird because it's like so. The way I've kind of categorized them is I've kind of categorized them into like okay, these are potential rulers. And then these are potential advisors. And yeah. <laughs> Tyrion easily falls into the advisor role. Jamie Lannister for me easily falls into like the advisor role. Like I feel like that they wouldn't take the Iron Throne if given the chance. 
you know, whereas like uh, Cersei, obviously, like, you know, I mean, she was trying to grab it even before, you know, when uh, Robert was alive. So, uh, very true. Daenerys, very true. like, she, Daenerys is going for the throne. Um, Jon Snow, I don't know about his intentions. Like, I don't know if he's one that's going for the Iron Throne or if he's going to be totally fine just being, you know, like a king in the north. So, I don't know. There's, yeah, there's a lot of different uh, ways that this can kind of go. So, we will have to see. Man, dude, and it's so crazy. We are, so we are recording right now. It is Saturday, April 13th, 2019. It's Beyond the Cube podcast. Um, it is uh, almost 10 o'clock, which, which yep. means that 24 hours from right now, pretty much the first episode of, of the, the series finale would be mm-hmm. just about over. Dude, yeah, I, um, uh, dude, I can't, I, I don't think I've been as anxious or, you know what I mean, for, <laughs> for something in a really long time. Um, um, one thing, oh man, I, I really, I, I hate to kind of circle back about this because I feel like we could probably talk about this for a while, but, um, you know, we, you were kind of talking about The Walking Dead and like how you might sort of let that go and you've been watching, you know, it sounds like mm. it's been at least eight seasons now, I think is what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, kind of breaks my heart to hear that 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 you've got that much time invested in it, and that you can kind of let it go like that. Um, I um I try to I try to if I'm gonna let a show go, I try to do it quickly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, so Heroes, dude, like Heroes was amazing. Honestly, the first two like seasons of Heroes was fantastic. It was so great, so good. And then you had like the really weird like Carnival like season, and I just mm-hmm. totally was like, nope, I'm done. And um, another um, uh, series that I thought too, um, which was um, uh, Under the Dome, I think is what it was. It was like the mm, Stephen yeah. King one that was on CBS. Um, so um, I didn't read the books. Leah is a total bookworm, and, and she had. And um, so we were, you know, she was a really good resource to kind of talk to about the show. And and honestly, the show was really good um, until mm. the the until the the second season, man, it just like got completely weird. And, um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, um, I think the second, like uh, the way how the, the first season ended, like was almost like it was like the end of the book, I believe. And um, so, you know, basically you had to go and carry off of the story as compared and like, and, and also I know that um, just from Leah's description, the, the book was just like, so it was a lengthy book. It was very detailed. Um, and, you know, it's like if you got a whole entire season just out of that book, like it's like, what do you do from there? Where do you go? You know, and it just it just totally fell apart. And that was really disappointing also, too. So. Um, so, yeah, so those would be the only ones really that I feel like I'm kind of like at least the ones that I know, you know, right off the top of my head where, you know, I had really high hopes and then just kind of had to let it go without, yeah. you know completing or watching anything so um um i'm really picky with with my shows though um leah is definitely the one that um is the one that that is the 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 series watcher and and i almost feel like she's the one that sort of has to tell me like yeah this is the one that we got to watch and then we kind of stick our way through it um i i think um the the only thing i really have tried to watch without her 
Um, there was, <laughs> this is so lame. I'm going to totally tell on myself though. Um, so there, I don't, I don't even really remember what it was called. Um, there was a series on Fox that came out probably like about like three or four years ago. And, um, it, it was, um, the only reason why I wanted to watch it was because Deftones had a song that was like, that was in like the promos. <laughs> that was, it was, yeah. a, it was a key for, it was a key for Sutherland show. Um, and they, they played one like Deftone song. And uh, like, like I said, during like the promos, I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so awesome. I got to watch it. And like, I think I may have watched like an episode or two and that was pretty much <laughs> it. So, um, yeah, that, um, yeah, I mean, otherwise, you know, like the shows that I pick, like, you, you know, like Oak Island, um, I, I have been totally obsessed with ghost adventures too. Um, we have not really talked about that. Um, mm -hmm. That's it's totally been an obsession, like a, a almost like a daily obsession, really. So um, I don't know. Maybe sometime we, we could we could discuss that in the episode. We yeah. I don't know. We'll just see. I'll go watch some episodes and then uh, we'll yeah we'll find a guest who's all about it. Go from there. Yeah. Um, but uh, no. I'm, so it was kind of funny that. Uh, you did mention Heroes because I did end up watching that series all the way through. Did and, you? And uh, funny story, that's where I like first fell in love with the name Micah, which is why we have it, Micah named that. So, so, so Micah is um, the girl. Uh, hold up, he's the isn't he the the really one, like the smart one that does like he's the boy that that like. Like I think he didn't he do something with like ATM one time or something or like he controls electricity oh, or something. Oh yeah, he he like talks okay. to electronics. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It was um yeah uh yeah Ellie Larder's uh son. I can't think of um man, I can't think of her name on that show now though. I can't but, um, either. Yeah, but he was yeah. the yeah he was the son and he was the one who um and then in. It's kind of funny. So it's like in the beginning series there, you know, like I had watched that full series. And then when they announced that it was kind of coming back as like a this is a finality or a finality, like a, a like a final kind of part, you know, like mm -hmm. some closure on a lot of stuff. Uh, I actually had to watch that, too. And mm -hmm. like Micah was, you know, like, I don't know how old he was in the original series, probably like, I don't know, say like 10 or 11, maybe. But, um, yeah, in this part, he was, like, probably, like, 16, 17. Hmm. And, no, so, I mean, and I think, I honestly think that carnival season was, like, the last season that they had to. Like, um, so, man, that's kind of weird, because it's, like, I, so I did watch Heroes all the way through. And then I did watch, uh, what was it, the Shannara Chronicles, like, the full way through, too. Which... Once Game of Thrones is over, like I think the Shannara Chronicles, I believe that series is over too. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure, but they had like probably like three seasons, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, so I started like I watched that because I'm a big fan of Terry Brooks, which kind of funny story. Terry Brooks uh, was born and raised up in uh, Sterling, Illinois. What? And so one of his stories was about um what do you call it uh one of his uh like book series actually took part right, or like took place in sterling illinois and what? yeah it was uh he named it hopedale illinois instead 
but Cinnissippi Park is in there. Uh, the, the high school's in there. Yeah, dude, for real. I'll have to, I'll have to send you the links on this, because um, like I had read that series, and then after I met Meredith, uh, when me and her are talking, and she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, she's like, I need to take you to here, and I need to take you to Cinnissippi Park, and I'm like, hold up, I'm like Cinnissippi, I'm like, that's from one of the books that I read, you know. And come to find out that yeah, it's like he was out here, and he was a uh, he was actually like a lawyer out here, and um, it was it was kind of funny. Like I don't know if you heard that story, but it's like so he had his law firm up in Sterling, and uh, he went and returned to it to get like a bunch of his stuff, and I don't remember if it was like the former secretary of his had like sold off his comic book collection, or if it was like something that was like stolen, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, he came back, and one of the reasons why was because of his uh, comic book collection, and it was just gone. And <laughs> so I know he wasn't happy about that, and that was like Damn. one of the big stories. But um, no, so I'll have to I'll have to get you those uh, those book titles. I think it's called like Running with the Demon, and I think that was the first one in that series. But That's crazy. yeah, it takes That's place crazy. in Hopedale, Illinois, which is Sterling, Illinois. So. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Um, yeah. So, so um, going back to heroes. Um, so, Ali Larder's character is Nikki Sanders, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I have a really thing. Like, I don't know. I don't like Ali Larder at all. Like, I feel like she always walks around with her mouth open, and it's just weird to me. Like, like it's mm-hmm. one of those things where like her lip isn't long enough to cover, and like it's just like so her mouth is like permanently open all the time. And I feel like bugs <laughs> always fly in her mouth. Honestly, it just really kind of creeps me out. Really, honestly. So, um, but yeah, no, and it, it's it's crazy that you're talking about um, the other series. Um, uh, what what were you saying? The the, the Shannara Chronicles. Oh Is yeah, the Shannara Chronicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because because like legit, seriously, before we recorded tonight, like I seriously just watched the first episodes, like. Before before really? I hopped on to Discord, swear to God, yeah. So it, yeah, it, it's really it's crazy because um, <laughs> so we had a friend stop by and um, she was like, yeah, you know, let's go ahead and and there's a new series that's on uh, Netflix. I think you guys might like it. And so um, I was stuck in my phone, honestly, not even gonna lie about it. And I even told her too. So um, I think she had noticed that like the whole entire like beginning, like you know, I'm I'm kind of one of those guys where like it's like somebody's like, hey, you know, check out the short. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit through my phone through the whole entire thing. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so th- the beginning of it, though, I mean, I tried not to act like I was interested, but um, th- these what were they like? These kids are blindfolded and hand tied behind their mm-hmm. back, and they run through this like forest basically, and like they're getting jumped or they're getting beat or like they're running into, you know, stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. and and just the the ones that make it through are the, like basically like the chosen ones pretty much is what it is. And like, dude. Yeah. And so I I just, um, so, okay. So I, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't really paying attention, but obviously I kind of was because I was able to pick up all that. Um, (laughs) and so, so, you know, the, the uh, credits came on and, I put my phone down. I was like, and actually, that's when I messaged you. And I was like, okay, dude, I'm just going to go ahead and put my phone on the charger, blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. <laughs> and, and so legit, I put my phone on the charger and went back and finished watching the whole entire first episode. Um, dude, that is so crazy. <laughs> that man, is, man. That is so yeah, wild. Like, that was, that was honestly my recommendation for after Game of Thrones. Was it's wow. like, after it's over, it's that's like... so cool sit down mm. watch this one and then 
Man, see now, yeah. <laughs> that's that awesome, though. Cool. Yep, honestly, that that's wild. Crazy. All right, Vince, well, so let, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Um, you have a final thought you want to share with uh, the lovely audience? Um, apparently you and me are connected in some random cosmic <laughs> way, I guess, uh, because <laughs> like just the chances of, you know, bringing up heroes and being able to connect on that. And, uh, yeah, the Shinar Chronicles, that is just, I, I can't even, I don't know, <laughs> can't even see now I might have to go back and watch that too now. Cause it was, I, that was one series where it's like I thoroughly kind of enjoyed it, you know, but mm-hmm. I've been invested in the series. So like in the so book cool. series and so cool. what's cool is it's like this actually doesn't this isn't one of the book series. This is based in another <laughs> timeline on that same series. So this didn't have to follow a book, you know, so it, uh, it's, its own it's its own standalone thing, which it's like, here you go, you know. So, um, also, I guess, uh, shout out to, uh, Meredith, uh, cause of how awesome she is and <laughs> letting me do this <laughs> on Wednesday and Saturday nights. <laughs> um, and thank you to all the fans, all the listeners, uh, you guys, yeah, keep us going and just make this so fun and so awesome. So, uh, how about you, Bob? Any final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my dude Vince. You know why. You are the man. <laughs> no, um, thank you. You know, everybody, all the listeners, everybody, however you found us, I, we appreciate um, you listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, so I talked to a couple of people. Um, we, um, we've we had a guy that, that's been in the audience every now and then in the past couple of recordings. Um, just wanted to kind of uh, give the correct uh, links for this guy. So, um Check out my my guy Manny, um, Juicebox Mafia on Facebook. You can look him up there. Um, he's also on Twitch. Um, it's actually Juicebox Fresh JB. On he's on Twitch. And um, no final thought is is my lovely lovely wife uh, Leah. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast for your um, for your insight for your knowledge. Um, you, I don't prep. Leah's the one that helps me prep a lot. Uh, Vince, you also, uh, you know, help me prep quite a bit. Um, you guys are awesome and amazing. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's always a blast. And, and, and it's, you know, <laughs> the last couple of, of recordings have been a lot of fun. Let me just say the, um, <laughs> the people that have actually been behind the scenes in the recordings, you guys, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you guys, uh, if you're listening, um, I, we usually put the, the links to the server um, for Discord um, on Facebook. Um, we may try to get them out through um, through Snapchat and through um, Twitter as well, too. But yeah, check us out. It's it's a good time. Um, you guys that are that are actually listening to us when we are live um, definitely make it a lot of fun. Um, so uh, I, I definitely appreciate it. Um, and um, yeah, that's it, man. That's all I really got. Vince, you want to let everybody know cool. how to find us? Yeah, find us at beyondthecubepodcast.com. Uh, find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, searching Beyond the Cube. Um, also, uh, you can email us at beyondthecubepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, we are at beyondthecube1. And on Facebook, it is facebook.com slash beyondthecubepodcast. Uh, 
Bob, I know you got the individuals. Yep, yep, yep. So um, check out my boy Vince. Check out and see, you know, follow him and all of his, his writing endeavors. Uh, that is at Kindros at Twitter. So follow him there. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter. It's at Bobo underscore 815. Um, I pretty much just tweet about the Cubs and um, Beyond the Cube stuff. So, yeah, you can definitely stay up to date and current with us there as well, too. Um, as well as um, I have a, um, a, a designer page on Facebook along with Beyond the Cube stuff. Um, check me out, um, Bob Rufo Designer. Uh, my last name is really tough to spell. I've said that before. Um, you'll probably find it off of the Beyond the Cube page or, you know, whatever. Just look it up. You'll find me. <laughs> True that. All right, man. Well, once again, we appreciate all the listens. Uh, Vince, I'm ready to hear Josiah with them awesome beats. Craig, yeah, get out of here, man. Have a good night. See ya.